This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Would Rangers fans be excited if the team moved its broadcast to Amazon? Because it might happen. Okay. Uh, I think you're going to see a resounding yes on the fan text. This is where we do. What's that? Because everybody hates Bally. Yeah. Well, and I don't want to talk ill of ba- Bally for the trash they put us through. All right. I don't want to blame them completely <laughs> for effing over all the fans out there mm-hmm. all season while everybody just wanted to watch some baseball and basketball and hockey. I don't want to do that. Okay. But I will. Um, okay. But, yeah, I think you're going to get a resounding yes from all the, the the Tolos out there because they want that opportunity to see their team. Now, I am kind of curious if it will be as easy as you just have to have Amazon Prime and you don't have to have a package to go along with it. We're just going to yeah. provide it the same way we do the the NFL stuff. Um, or Because I do see what, the, what they're doing with the NFL. They're like, we're going to sell ads, and that's where we're making our money. We're not concerned about you having to pay a premium for an extra app or anything like that. We're just going to sell our ads, and because we know the NFL is a cash cow, we are going to make our money back. But I do feel like with MLB and these other sports, it might be a little more difficult than that. But as of right now, I feel like the Amazon project has been very good, and I've enjoyed it. So you bring up a great question because I'm not sure – which way that would go either. But Amazon is in talks with Diamond Sports to basically bail them out, right? Because Diamond Sports is in a lot of trouble right now. We've talked about the bankruptcy hearings that they've gone through where the NBA and the NHL were essentially like, yeah, we'll take a discounted deal. Whereas Major League Baseball is fighting against it. And the idea was going to be that Diamond Sports would be out of the game for good after this year. Well, now, under this potential deal, Amazon is looking to acquire multi-year streaming rights to Major League Baseball, NBA, and NHL games carried on cable channels operated by Diamond. So, I'm assuming this would not be an exclusive thing, and Diamond would continue to carry the games. Like, Bally would continue... To carry the games. However, if you don't have Bally or you want to get rid of Bally, then you could just go at it through Amazon. Okay. And I feel like on the surface, like you said, people would be really stoked about that, right? Yes. I. So here's here's one of the problems I have still. When Bally slash Fox Sports and all that got into this, they recognized that a regional sports network was was problematic. 
They like they, there were people that were like, you should not do this. Yes. Yet they said, screw it, we're doing it anyway. And then when they got into the deal, there became other avenues that they're like, crap, we want control of that too. And if we don't have control of it, it's going to be not as cost efficient for us. We're getting screwed. And then the teams were like, we're not doing that. MLB was like, no, we're not doing, we're not sharing that with you. And so they were like, all right, well, we're screwing everything up here. Why would Amazon want in on a product that looks like it would be failing? Ah, good question. Because Amazon believes they can actually navigate the future of television and streaming. Well, that's one of the issues is... Because they already have all your information, so they know everything about you? Actually, that probably That's is a true. fact. Is Diamond Sports Group fundamentally misjudged the future of TV and streaming, I don't know, it was like 12 years ago when they signed a lot of these deals. And they're like, hey, we think it's going to go in this direction, but it did not go in that direction. And guess what? That's going to end up sending them to bankruptcy. But Amazon, they're like, yeah, well, we're a streaming service, so we know this is the future direction of everything. Okay. Plus Amazon, I, I'm not saying Amazon's going to go away, but I think Amazon, in addition to crushing all small businesses and potentially next big box stores, they want to crush all other streaming services. Now, I will agree that Amazon Prime as a streaming service is weak compared to the rest. But if you also knew... Amazon was your one-stop shop for all things. Let's just say Mav Stars and Rangers in this instance for people in this Metroplex. I feel like you would like Amazon Prime pretty darn well. And a lot of people already have it. I'm not saying everybody does. But a lot of people pro probably already have it for shopping reasons. Yeah, somebody just said, I remember when all you could buy on Amazon was books. Give me the Rangers. And that's Fair. true. Like, we probably got Amazon early on for our Kindles. Uh, and then now here we are, like just making sure all of our Christmas deliveries are done by Christmas, right? Like I ordered six things last night, Kevin, Christmas is Sunday. And it said, it will be there by Christmas. That's I'm like, Christmas sweet. Eve. I'm winning right now. My right. kids are going to love me. But I, I think, so they think they're too big to fail, which might be true. They might make too much money to fail at this. But Kevin, right now for Amazon prime, it costs whatever for a year. I think it was a hundred dollars a year. And I that was brought about the now 139. My wife is stupid line, oh, yeah, which we got right. rid of, Alec, I and we'll never don't play think again. So see if you can find that. Nope, again, let's Alec. not. And then uh, and and so that's my my concern and curiosity is all right. Now that they've done that, who has to pay the bill on that? We do. Of course. So it's going to go up to 150, of and course. then 160, of course, and then 200 just to watch, just to have free packages. Hey, spoiler alert, everybody out there. I know you've tried to be surprised as it's been happening right in front of you. Try to be surprised again when it happens down the road. This is going to be the exact same thing as cable. What do people bitch about now? I wish there was one streaming service where I could get all the things. We had that. It was called cable. And people didn't like it because it got too expensive and technology moved forward. So everyone broke apart. And guess what? I'm going to cut the cord. This is going to be great. And now people are getting to the point where, oh, these packages combined are just so expensive. I can't believe it. Can you not? Did you really think you were going to get around from the conglomerate media corporations finding a way to get all of your money? Yeah. Just think. Just try to act surprised when it happens. Whenever they legalize it, big weed's going to come after you too. All right. Next question. My hey. wife is stupid. Why would you oh, do this to me, Alec? Oh, that is not I a thought, question. I thought we were friends. I thought you said that. That, that one was day. a question. All right, now next question. Okay. Don't ever, please don't do that to me. 
Um, Sounds like he has the leverage. I know. Like, this isn't really helping my marriage out right now. I'm Thanos. Uh, <laughs> all right. So will this new Amazon deal allow us to sign Shohei Otani? Uh, I don't know if you heard this, Corey. It's like really big news. Did oh, Shohei Otani oh. sign his contract too soon and the Rangers could have offered $800 million had they known that the rights to the, this would be to Amazon? I do not believe... <laughs> That would be the case. However, if they knew that he was going to defer 97% of his salary, maybe that could have worked. Ray Davis sitting there going, I don't know. Government, why didn't we know? No, I, that is serious. Like, will the will the Rangers, this is, I think the Rangers fans are like, yes, I will be happy to have Amazon and watch some, some, uh, some Rangers baseball if that's the case. Otherwise, they'll use whatever service they already currently have and stick with that. But more importantly, next phase is, does it help the Rangers because it sounds like their excuse is, oh, the TV money's gone, so we can't spend anymore. Sorry, guys. I hope you enjoyed the World Series. I Okay. Well, look, I'm not going to argue. Or maybe they're making a trade. We'll see. I'm not going to argue that that's going to be the default. I hope you enjoyed the World Series. But there are a lot of other people that are asking questions about this, kind of in that same vein. And some people are saying, well, there are a lot of Major League Baseball uh, fans are older and don't use that kind of technology. I assume that's why it wouldn't be an exclusive deal for Amazon. They would take the streaming rights to all these properties, but you could still watch them via Bally. I'm making that assumption for now. And so people could still keep their dish or signal or whatever if they wanted to continue to go down that route. And then this would bring about, you would hope, some financial stability there's good and bad that comes with that, right? Like Depending it, on the, the length of contract exactly. and all sorts of things. And the amount of money that you're going to get is it depends on what kind of person you are, right? Like the Rangers were getting $110 million per year on their current deal. After this year, that's gone. And you don't know exactly what the number is going to be. Some people would see that as an opportunity. You think it's going to get more. Other people would say, do this Amazon deal so I know the price I'm locked in at for the next five years because then at least I know what my budget is. Like your budget might go down to 95 million, but at least you know what it is for more than just a year. Yeah, no, I understand that. By the way, somebody said that that was a lie. My packages wouldn't be there by Christmas. No. All of my orders from last night say that they are arriving tonight by 10 p.m. And I trust that. Okay. Because they've only let me down like six times whenever they say it'll be there by 10. That, But it's usually there the next day. That feels like a lot. Hey, six. It's always busy times around my house, man. Okay. And this makes sense to me in terms of an inclusive package just because of how much more traffic you would theoretically drive to shop. But you know what? You joked about, well, not joked, about Amazon having all of your information. I'm willing to wager that they have processed all the numbers for shopping numbers during Thursday Night Football to determine how much more money they're making off of just those impressions. You know what I'm saying? And if it's enough, then maybe it would be included. If not, they might spin out another sports package. I don't know. Dude, what Amazon is doing is putting on a clinic of location, location, location. Because if you were to start a brewery in a place where there's no foot traffic, then it's going to be hard to convince people to constantly just stop into your place. Sure. If you're going to start a little coffee shop somewhere and it's just in the middle of nowhere, you better have the best damn coffee in the world right. 
or nobody's going to be coming by and that that one customer that lives next door isn't going to be able to keep your business going. So what Amazon's doing here, Kevin, and, and I know there are a lot of students of this right now, is they're saying we're the location. You, you are going to come to us. And like you just said, while you're here, go ahead and shop for this. Yep. Hey, we're, we're giving you the ads. All you have to do is click on this QR code and you can be buying this product right now. Thank you for being here to watch the NFL game. We just convinced you to buy this toaster. You know, like that's exactly what they're able to do because they created the location and there's no actual brick brick, or like ground that they had to stand on. If you're looking for something to make this even simpler, the potential is there once again for the Rangers, Stars and Mavericks to be more readily available to people in the upcoming season that didn't want to do that before. You know, and like, it might be the same price as the Bally's app. Well, a lot of people didn't end up liking the Bally app for a variety of reasons. Well, hopefully you would avoid a lot of those infrastructure problems with Amazon. But you might get the Rangers on Amazon as soon as this season. And that's, and Bally might hang on as a company. Or Diamond Sports Group, excuse me, might hang on as a company, which is crazy. I would not have anticipated that even a couple of weeks ago. By the way, somebody did ask if Mike will have to deliver Amazon packages. Yes. In this instance. Yes. If he wants to broadcast the game, that's a deal. It's kind of like how Shohei had in his contract that he would donate a certain. I don't know if you ever saw this. He would donate a certain amount of his contract every single year, not to exceed 1% to Los Angeles Dodgers approved charities. Oh, so this is the same thing. Mike. Okay. Would have to work at least three days on the truck. But then he could be the Rangers broadcast. You imagine Odyssey saying, hey, here, by the way, you need to donate this much back to us and our companies and the charities we support. Yeah, I remember that from a few years ago. Now, a couple more things. Martin Perez, that's your own fault. Martin Perez signed a one-year deal with the Pittsburgh Pirates worth potentially as much as $8 million. Wow. So good for him. I'm fine avoiding that price point. And then... Did you see what the Eric Nadell handwritten notes sold for? $300,000. Okay. You're going to be really, you're going to be really disappointed. $300 million. Okay. You're, you're going in the wrong direction. Uh, $6,500. Wow. $500. And it has the, the hand written note of everything yes. exactly how it played out and it's like it's exactly how he said it it's over it's over he said the first line and if you look on that sheet of the handwritten note the first line was you're not dreaming and then everything else fell into into yep. place around it i just the story of it is so amazing and as rangers fans who've been through what we went through in 10 and 11 like the what happened this year just that's why we are where we are right now and I just wanted to gushing. Th- I wanted to throw out some more love for Eric Nadell. Is that money didn't go to him? Is all of that money is going toward the Suicide and Crisis Center of North Texas? So Eric Nadell continuing to do really great things. We've talked with him a lot about NAMI and the stuff they've done with Grant Halliburton in terms of addressing mental health issues. So props to him for that. Yeah, congratulations. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, Greg Olson said that the Cowboys' blowout loss to the Bills doesn't make them any less of a contender. 
Do you believe that? 877-881-1053. We'll do that next right here on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. We're going to get to the bigger topic in just a second, and that is Greg Olson said the Cowboys' blowout loss to the Bills doesn't make them any less of a contender. Do you believe that? But real quick, Corey has other football news for us. According to Ian Rappaport, Aaron Rodgers says on the Pat McAfee show that if he were 100%, he'd be pushing to come back, but he's not there. Quote, being medically cleared as 100% healed is not realistic at 14 weeks. So he put all that hope what? in the Jets, and now that they're out of the playoffs, he said, why even hope anymore? I get that out of the playoffs, but the way he just said that is not medically possible, so we just wasted our time with all this discussion to stroke his ego? He's not 100% there, okay, according to doctors. And I don't know what number he's at. Like, he didn't say, well, I'm 75%. I really thought I was 90, but the doctors are saying I'm not. Doctors are saying I have to actually be able to move this way and that way. So, yeah, I do think there was a lot of trying to keep the interest in the Jets a little bit longer. I really do think there was a little bit of that. Uh, But, yeah, I think now that everything's said and done with, his ego is done. All right, there you go. And he's using that as a Handoff, Cook on the right side. Look at him, 10, 5, stroll in. That, that was just way too easy. That was like practice against air. 24 on the touchdown run for James Cook. I made it 31 to 3 in a Cowboys eventual 31 to 10 loss to the Bills during the broadcast. And I understood the broader point that he was discussing because Greg Olson was talking about a reactionary sports culture that we live in, or maybe just a reactionary culture in general. But he said, the Cowboys loss to the bills doesn't make them any less of a contender. Do you believe that? I'm going to start with you. I'm going to open it up to the Twolos, the YouTubers. You can hit us up on the truckwreck.com fan text, 877-881-1053. How many contenders are there? Because if you're if you're trying to tell me that a ten and four team is not a contender, then then I'm, I disagree with you. Now so you felt as confident as you did last week. You lose you lose a game, you go into the next one, Ooh. and anything can happen in the next one. I didn't think they'd lose to Arizona, but here we are. So right. like you couldn't have predicted that they would lose to Arizona. How many people did? So I can't predict that they are going to be worse 
Now, can I say, well, now it's time for all the other teams to look at what the, what the formula was? Yes, that's a reality. And this team and the coaching staff have to be able to adjust and make different plans for if somebody is going to attack them this way. Not every team in the NFL during the regular season can attack the Cowboys this way. Not every team I can agree, drop in sure. their secondary and keep the Cowboys flustered uh, by saying we're gonna we're gonna protect underneath and drop two safeties. Uh, and as Broadus pointed out, you know, drop five, seven sometimes. Um, so not every team can do that. Not every team can run the ball as effectively. And running backs don't matter in the NFL until you can't stop the run and you built your entire defense to stop the pass. So that's when the Cowboys are now screwed here and they have to get better at that somehow. And that's on not just the coaches, but the GM and personnel decision makers to say, do we still need to add something to this late in the season or are we good enough? Now, you're also suggesting that because they lose on the road, that they always have lost on the road but they have won three games on the road this year. So can they win on the road? Yes. Are they less likely to win on the road? Yes. Unless the, they beat a team on the road here, and then they're four and four on the road, and then you just have to coin flip it. So I I don't think it make. I think the I think the playoffs are separate entities than the regular season a lot of times. You can't argue that they can beat a good team on the road, I that, guess, right now. They, you don't have any proof? That they can beat a good team? You don't team? have any proof that they can. That is correct, and I have plenty of proof that they cannot. Okay. And that's the part that I think makes them less of a contender right That they now. have not. Sure, and they've had multiple chances. Have not, yes. And failed twice miserably, and then once they could have won. Yeah. That might have changed my perspective. And, it could, and that could change in the playoffs. Like, you, maybe there's an, uh, something that happens in the game that it's close, and they win the game, and then... That changes. So, yeah, at this point, I still think they're as much of a contender because they got to get through the regular season before they even get to the playoffs. Okay, that is okay. That is interesting. That is not what I expected you to say. I think they're definitely less of a contender right now because otherwise they would have the number two seed and have full control of it if they hadn't have lost. So that's the most basic part of it. I don't know if anybody anticipated that the Eagles would lose last night, although maybe a lot of people anticipated that that would happen, is, and it's not to say that they're not contenders, because I still think there are contenders. I think they're less of a contender today than they were going into Sunday's game because they were on a roll. They were on a winning streak, and then they got punched in the face on the road again, just like they have every time they played a good team on the road. I would I would also contend, Kevin, see how you oh, use that? Oh. Uh, that they... The more that they won, the less likely they become contenders because at some what? point, somebody's going to get you, right? Somebody's going to get you at some point. Hold on. So if they would have won their last four games and gone into the playoffs as a nine-game winning streak, he'd have been like, they're in trouble. It'd be amazing, but they're due, right? Isn't that the whole line oh of like, oh my gosh, what's the, didn't Brandon Aubrey do at some point No, to miss one? No, I think he's going to make it every time because Forever? he's made it every single time. Look. I hear what you're saying. Probably not forever, but in my mind, it will be forever. Hold on. Let me ask you this then. Does the inverse logic at play with Miami? Because they got smacked around on the road, does that mean they're due for big-time road wins? 
Sure, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you totally believe that right yeah, there. Yeah, man. I, I think you do. I I hope that you are correct. And from the 940, they're a contender to get to the NFC Championship game. But nobody's beating San Francisco right now. All right. A couple things. You brought this up earlier. I thought it was a really good point. So you're just going to quit. You're not going to stop playing. But here's the other part of it. Everybody acts like San Francisco already won the Super Bowl. Yeah, which is foolishness. Because, first of all, you never know what the hell will happen on literally any given Sunday. Would I put my money on San Francisco? Absolutely. I would probably hedge my bet in some way, but I would probably put my money on them. And that's why you want to put as much space between you and San Francisco as possible. So, you're I, I know it's less than that, but you're about a week away from the Dolphins. Two weeks away from the Lions. Three weeks away from the Commanders. Four weeks away from the wild card round. Five weeks away from the divisional round. Six weeks away from the conference championship. You have an opportunity to put six weeks of space between you and the San Francisco 49ers. Who the hell knows what's going to happen in the next six weeks? Maybe this is another galvanizing point for the Cowboys like it was after the 49ers game. Or if you want to say the Cardinals game, although I know they got smacked around by the 49ers after that. Maybe this is another point where they all come together and they start playing better football and they go on a roll into San Francisco. Maybe Brock Purdy starts showing more of his inconsistency that he has at times during the regular season. There's a lot of stuff that could happen. And I I agree with, I said this yesterday, it's the Rangers' fault on this that they looked so miserable at the end of the season and then ran through everybody on the road in the world to the World Series and won it all and then win it on the road in the World Series. They're the ones that are giving me like hope that something can happen, that a belief can happen. Right. The and and also like I have a very difficult time looking at the Arizona game and the Buffalo game specifically. Those are the ones specifically that show out to me that I'm like because I understand San Francisco. I understand Philadelphia. You still had some small details that you just screwed yourself over on. But the Arizona and Buffalo game, those were two very specific ways to beat the Cowboys. And then they also, the Cowboys looked like they didn't show up. They, like they looked, they looked like they had no interest in being on the field in either one of those games, maybe except for Dak. Like Dak and Dak's been in that mindset all season. There have been, I was looking at this team going, where are you? And Jerry, when he hops on this morning and is talking about finishing, he was talking about we didn't finish at anything. And why is that? What was the, why were they not motivated? Just because they're a good football team. So shouldn't they be motivated to be a better football team? Yet they showed up that way. That's where I have some discrepancies and I know what their talent is capable of on the, at home. Why is it so different on the road? That makes no sense yeah. to me what the difference is. And Jerry was like, he was trying to explain that one of the things could be the crowd. Like, I get it. Like your home crowd is a very good factor for you. There's something else. There's some reason you just didn't show up. This is not, this is true. This is not exactly the outcome I'm looking for from the 469. If the Cowboys just lose in the first round, they don't have to worry about playing the 49ers at all. True. That is not what I'm shooting for whatsoever. But then from the 703 to your earlier point, everyone acted like, I mean, Basic was in this group. He knows it, is that Atlanta had already won the World Series. And look what happened. Like he said that time and again, Atlanta is going to win the World Series or he's going to be in the World Series. But that's not what happened. And that's why I go back to time and again, 
keep as much space between you and San Francisco as possible because I think that's the worst. Well, not, I don't, that's any big shock. That's clearly the worst matchup for the Cowboys. There is no other team that they would match up with that I don't think that they would win in the NFC. I'd rather try and beat them early and then not worry about them for the rest of the playoffs. Because how much would it stink, Kevin, to get to the NFC championship game and now you're going to lose because you're facing the best team? And if you just beat the team earlier, then you could just move on from it. That's what I really want. Just like whenever the Rangers were supposed to play the Yankees or the Rays back in the day. I was like, bring on the Yankees. Let's get that off our back. Well, move on from it. Look, and we've discussed but I this. Also, I'm also too positive, so positive that I'm a homer. So, like, the positivity oh. fact, being being a, a an optimist makes you a homer. What a dumbass thing to say. All right. Anyway, you can be an optimist in your life. You really can. Sure. You can go out there and say there are some positive things that could happen that I can't predict. Even if things have gone wrong, they can go well today. And that's the, that's just my lifestyle. Sorry if you're not that kind of person. That's not directed at me. That's though, directed right? at all the people saying Homer, which oh. I think is the stupidest thing to say because you've run out of things to say. You have no argument for positivity. You're just a negative person and you're having a garbage day. That's on you, not me. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, by the way, some people have said that it's scripted and they already know what's going to happen. I. Kay Adams started that, didn't she? It, okay. <laughs> I know they're just having some fun and I appreciate that. If it was scripted, we would win for sure. I, I Actually, that's my opinion. I don't think you agree with that because you want to keep the chase going, right? Was it as exciting to watch Cubs baseball once they won the World Series? Maybe not because you took that edge off. It did get you a monster rating, but how many ratings did the Cubs pop along the way just hoping that this was the year? So maybe you're right. Maybe the script is, but you need to give us some progression, right? If you're really going to script it up, put the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Break that run of 28 years and then pull the rug out from under them and be like, ha ha, you thought you were going to make it. But then think about what's going to happen all next year. Hey, now the Cowboys have made it to the NFC Championship game. Surely the Super Bowl is next. And the other people could still hate on it and be like, what a Super Bowl since 95. And you can keep all that going. So if it is scripted, you need to progress I can't be going through lost the end of season one, season two, all right? I need some progression. We need to get to the NFC Championship game, or else we're not scripting this correctly. What? <laughs> if you believe in that. Just the NFC Championship game, though? Because I feel like once I get to the NFC Championship game, then I'm now I, that's not good enough. No, you're right. But you got that taste. You're shipping... The but, Cowboys with the Super Bowl trophy. This, this team's getting old, Kevin. No, you're right. This team's starting Look, to get old. I don't know how many more shots I have. A time. I don't know okay. how many more shots one they have at this. One problem. We're about to give Dak the most expensive contract <laughs> ever. We're gonna be great because he's not. He's getting younger. That's why. Exactly. It's it's all gonna be great. Is you're shipping the Cowboys and the Vince Lombardi trophy? I can't just give it all away to you, but I showed you that spark. I showed you Jim and Pam at the casino night. I showed you Daphne when she overheard that Niles was in love with her. I can't just give it all to you, so that's what you get for now. Those are written, scripted shows. Oh, but the script. I see where you're going with this. You've seen some of this officiating? Because this this is not, it's real life, dude. It's real life. Things can go bad and things can go good. Yeah. If it was scripted, I think that the K would have the Cowboys winning all the time to drive people insane. And they have the biggest fan and hater base combined. But in the meantime, 
You get another shot. I know you said they're due. I choose to believe you. You get another shot at a quality road team. And if you win this game against the Dolphins, that will help assuage some of my fears. Because as I look at it right now, and I know we'll dive into this more tomorrow, is you had a shot against the Eagles on the road. You lost. Had a shot against the 49ers on the road. You lost. Had a shot against the Bills on the road. You lost. If they lose to the Dolphins as well, that's going to terrify me because it's most likely going to put you in the number five spot, which will put you on the road probably for the entirety of the playoffs. But wouldn't you just think that that was, that was what was going to happen anyway, that they would lose on the road? I know, and that's why I don't want it to happen because then our season will be over, Corey. I need us to win against Miami and keep my hopes and dreams alive. We can't. So just let's just not I even didn't play say the game. That. I didn't say that. And wait till the playoff failure, and just no. then we'll wait till okay. Ranger season. That is just your... get me to Ranger season. That's the that's always been the mo around here. Is the Cowboys all they got to do is get me to Ranger season? See, you've upset him, fan texters. That's on you. I think they can win against Miami, and if that's the case, that changes all the outlook. But then again, you and I have different philosophies about the playoffs. I want to play the Falcons, the Bucks, and the Vikings somehow. You want to play the to easiest the road route yeah, possible. Yeah, I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody, all right? I'm not trying to say I'm going to take out the Lions, the Eagles, and the 49ers. No, I want some weird fluky thing in which somehow the Texans make it to the Super Bowl. I want, and I want to take out Tampa, Atlanta, Minnesota, and Houston on the way to winning the Super Bowl. I do want to figure out why Mike McCarthy's teams seem to struggle with uncommon opponents. That seems to be a trend that I would like to know a little more about because when it comes to when it comes to AFC teams, I feel like those are the letdown games. And he keeps saying uncommon opponents. And I don't understand what the struggle is there. And how can you fix that? Because I would like to see that fixed. Those are some of the things I don't know if it's because we don't have a, a connection with them. We don't know them well enough. We don't know how to scout them. I don't know what that is, but that's what I I want to beat an uncommon opponent. Because guess what? In the Super Bowl, you're probably going to play an uncommon opponent. Right. All right. Like if if you get to that point, you still have to beat a team that you probably play to get there. But I want to know why you can't beat uncommon opponents. Because if you could do that, you'd probably be in a better situation than you are right now. Agreed, agreed, agreed. And also, did you think after this last game that Jonathan Hankins is actually the MVP of the NFL? <sighs> Well, hey, did you just see that Justin Houston was released? I did. Let the rumor mill begin. Because, by the way, the 266 yards they gave up on the ground for the Cowboys, that was the most they've given up in a game in 11 years. So, I I will add. That's a lot. If Jonathan Hankins was there, how much does that help the edge? Like, how much does that help the guys like that? I'm sorry, like Micah. And like Demarcus Lawrence, the guys that are on the edge that are supposed to be sealing it off, Probably the Damon Clarks, if he's there, is he the one stuffing the run in the middle? And that was the, the the only factor that was missing, and he was able to get there before they got to the edge. Hope if that's the case, then we need him back now. That dude, let's go ahead, put him in the booth uh, with all the oxygen. What's that called? The hyperbaric, hyperbaric chamber. chamber. Let's get him in a hyperbaric chamber. Let's have whatever miracle worker that was with Aaron Rodgers. Get that miracle worker down here because we need him bad. We're the KNC Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, you want to lighten it up a little bit? Have a little fun? Yes. Okay, good. What is the best thing that you have ever found? 877-881-1053. Hit us up on the YouTube and the Twitch as well. Here's one of the reasons 
that this comes up. Obviously, this is an incredible fine. I'm not saying that your fine has to live up to this. Is somebody found, they discovered it in a closet, a California man, when he was cleaning out his late father's home. So, first of all, very sad. Along the way, he found more than 600 rare vintage baseball cards, including Babe Ruth, Ty Cobb, pretty much every player from the 1919 Black Sox team. What? Yeah. At least two Ty Cobbs, at least four Babe Ruth cards. So I'm not saying what you found has to equal this, but that's pretty freaking awesome is I know it doesn't make up for your dad passing or anything like that, but a nice little memory to see what your dad loved along the way. And then potentially if millions you want, of dollars. Yeah. Get a boatload of cash. Yeah. And you're like, dad didn't leave anything to me in the will. He had spent everything yet. Here I have these millions of dollars in cards. Side question. What? Alec, I want you to answer this as well. If you had a loved one who passed away, would you prefer more direct will or would you prefer some sort of quest that they send you on to get your inheritance? Oh, man. Um, I'm here for chaos and I'm here for fun. Me too. So, yeah, get, go ahead and just leave me like a message in a bottle and it says, okay, your first challenge awaits. I'm ready for it. Me too. Have you read? You, have you, you didn't read it probably because you're not a reader. Fair. Uh, but Ready Player One. I only saw the yes. movie. The movie was a blast. They, I, I will tell you this. As somebody who read it to see it, it was as close as I've ever seen a movie to the book. There were some, there were a, se- a couple scenes that I thought that they got rid of, but it was very good. The whole idea of everybody is on a quest to go get my money was fantastic. So yes, please give me some sort of like life lesson along okay. the way. I need something that's going to be bigger than bigger than earthly things, so I can be like, wow, you were you were really thinking of me before you passed away. I asked my kid last night, I was like, hey, what's more important, deep, meaningful gifts or Amazon gift cards? And I know Kevin's like, look, I just need a monetary value on how much you care about me. Fact. My son said deep, meaningful gifts because I want you to put some thought. And Kevin, I still have never looked up how much that old 97s, um, uh, yeah, old 97s yeah. autograph poster was that you got for me. Never looked up the value on it. All I know is that it's hanging up in my in my kids' room because Adrian won't let me hang it up in our bedroom above oh, the bed like I want to. That's probably that's probably fair. And it meant something because you took something that meant something to me. And that's all that mattered. Okay. So that's what I want, a deep, meaningful quest. I'm going to questionception you right now because cool. I know we're like three questions deep in this segment. Is... Are you ever concerned that your kids want you to keep things for the wrong reason? Because there's been a couple of cards I've asked Brandon about selling, and he's like, no, I think you should hold on to it. Is that be- For when he assassinates you? I Or just he knows it's inevitable, you know, cats in the cradle and all that, is die, I won't yeah. live forever. And he and, thinks he can get before Noah? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he definitely has dibs over Noah right now. That only feels do you have a Do you have a spreadsheet oh, of the stuff that Noah gets versus Brandon? Like, no. anything you acquire now can be Noah. Everything you acquired before the life of Noah can Good be questions. Brandon's. Yeah, 18 years of stuff with that kid. Man, I 
I'm going to have to think this over, Corey. You just gave me a whole new thing to consider. From the 214, the $20 of dollar coins I found in my ashtray. This is the best thing I've ever found. This one? I said ash. <laughs> you guys are jerks. I, I like what I heard better. 877-881-1053 and on the Twitch, please let us know. Did Kevin say ashtray? Okay. This one, I hope is true because I used to love watching this show. The best thing I ever found, I went on the Maury Povich show and found out I was not the father. Yeah. <laughs> now what? I am going to choose with a very large, very different audience. I choose to believe <laughs> that that is true. From the 817, holy cow. I found an autographed photo framed with the certificate of authenticity of Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas at a garage sale for $10. What? $10? Uh, Holy cow. Not allowed on the on the Twitch stream, but I still think it's funny because I can see it. That's the widest question ever. A quest? <laughs> That's fair. And you know what? That is actually really fair because I'm going to hearken back to Jesse Holland. Hearken. This is a thing that he told me when we, we, he was filling in with me. This is like years ago. And I asked him, I made an Indiana Jones reference and he looked at me and he goes, you know, damn well, I've never seen Indiana Jones. And I said, what, how did I know that? That was a very popular movie. And he, he said, this is his words, not mine. He goes, you know, black person ever seen an Indiana Jones movie. And I was like, what? Mm. And by the way, People at the time, very split on that. But now I think about it. Is it because of the quest? He's like, I'll go see it at the museum. I'm not going to go through all of that, get my friends killed, have all kinds of like terrible incidents. I I didn't realize that questing was a white people thing. I apologize. I also think what's amazing about a quest, Kevin, is... The friends you make along the way, you know, like you'll meet people that you never so knew could affect you in your life. I also hate every single person. I on the <laughs> I found recently. I have. I don't think I've stumbled upon anything. Like I have a Michael Jordan card that I'm like really excited about. Mike's like it's two dollars, buddy. Uh, and I haven't actually yeah. brought it to him. I just took a picture. Anyway, I I haven't stumbled upon anything like super valuable. But I did, <laughs> this is going to sound so dumb. My Not dumber than what I said. My grandparents, uh, they were, they just recently moved in with my mom. And I found a little note that said, from my grandma, that said, listen to Corey and Kevin and Colby and DJ on 105.3 The Fan. And that was her note to herself. Uh, and she's, she's still with us. Um, but it was a, her reminder. She put That's it. Really she cool. put it on the radio in her kitchen so that she would turn it on every time we were on, that we were supposed to be on. And so, and then I, Kevin, we did not have this. I then found a tape recording awesome. of the first show we did. So we have our first ever interview with Roger Staubach. And so we don't have. We've never been able to find that because our producer at the time, Waddle, uh, forgot to get it for us. Because that's Waddle. But Kevin, as they were selling their house, I also stumbled upon a spool of string 
I will never run out of string because for some reason, my grandpa bought the largest spool of string in the history of the planet. And now I will have string until my kids' kids pass away. I think we will have string. So I think it's an amazing find. Okay. No, look, I'm not here to judge what people do or do not think is their best find. Alec, do you need some more time or do you have a greatest thing you've ever found? I do have something. Um, I think for me, I'm going to go the sentimental side with Corey. Uh, it was actually here a couple months ago. I was just cleaning up, you know, doing some spring cleaning earlier in the year. And I was digging through some boxes that I never opened when we moved. And I was able to find the movie tickets, the old stubs from the last movie I saw with my mom. And so that was that was okay. pretty cool to put yeah. up there. I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Uh, so I was able to kind of put those up in a cool spot. And uh, I found the other day the first show sheet that I ever like put together. Whoa. I still have. I found ours a long time ago in the garage, too. Yes. And this is from when I was like 16 doing high school streaming radio That's out there awesome. in Mansfield. I found that it was the worst show ever, but I, I had to hang that sure. one up on the wall. It was great. I, look, I that all makes sense to me. And then you guys are going to now crush me for having a non-sentimental thing. I found a $100 bill on the ground twice. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Once has the same $100 bill? No. This is very That would be even cooler. That's tall. like a quest, you know. And then all of a sudden you hear like the Forrest Gump music and I have to watch it float over the years. I got time for that. I guess that would be kind of like a quest. Is I found $100 on the ground once at the Blockbuster I ran. And I used it to buy stuff for the employees because maybe they didn't all make the most money just like now. So, Alec, I promise if I find $100. You mean co-workers? No, I was a store manager. They were my employees. What? God. Is that? Okay, fine. We're my... all in this together, Kevin. Yeah. My co-workers, <laughs> including the one that I had to fire for stealing. Oh, who man. Then tried uh, to break into he the sounds like an employee. To steal. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> is. And then I found $100 in a parking lot going to the Dallas card show once. And I was like, I will buy $100 worth of cards at least. Oh, that is a that's a dope find right there. And like there, don't go to the Dallas card show hoping to find money. I will say there are shocking amounts of cash okay, well, at that place. I'll go non-sentimental real quick then. I found $300 in a wallet at the wave pool at Wet n Wild whenever I was like eight years old. See? That makes sense. It was down by the, you know, the little the little wave maker. You yeah. Know? I, was, I was swimming too close and I was being told to get away, but I was like, that or there's something close there, something... It was like a wallet. Did you? Did your parents try to interfere and make you turn it in? Or would you tell in? your parents about that? I mean, I did. You know. I remember specifically one time I found money on the ground at, like, I don't know, some store. And my mom was like, you need to turn it into the lost and found. And they said, like, if nobody claims it in. Uh, in my mind, it was six years. It was probably, like, three days. Then you get the money. And I was like, gosh, Mom, I thought we were on the same team. There are times, Kevin, where I think if I found a big bag of money just laying on the road, I probably wouldn't even pick it up. I would probably look inside and go, I don't want to deal with the mess that comes along with this because I feel like, A, somebody's going to hunt me down and I'm going to be unsuspectingly asleep one night and not have my security ready. Or... Somebody really needed that, and they were just testing me. And now here I am, tested, and I failed. So I'm just going to leave it there for the next person to deal. I don't even want to deal with it. Okay, the last thing you said threw a wrinkle into what I was going to say, because you might be right. Putting that last part aside for just a second, 
think you're making a mistake. You take a little bit of the money. I've thought about this a whole lot. I like if you've gone back and watched a simple plan or any number of movies, if you find a briefcase or in this case, trash bag of money, don't take the whole thing because you're right. Mm -hmm. Those people will hunt you They're down. They're looking for it. Yeah. They're going to find trails of you. See if you can eyeball it. Get a rough estimation of how much money you think is in there and take a little bit of it. I'm not saying that the people who lost that briefcase or trash bag of money aren't going to be upset. But if they found their trash bag of money and it had 740 of the $750,000, I think they're going to move on. If you find that briefcase and it has 3.9 of the $4 million in there, I think they're going to say, you know, that's the cost of doing business and move on. Meanwhile, you've got your stack of cash that hopefully nobody's coming to look at you for because they got most of their money back. Yeah. See, um, that's not going to work that way, though. Fair enough. I take a little bit of money and then I'm hunted. From the 214. Oh, this one is just downright wholesome. And by the way, congratulations. I'm not kidding. This is this is always great. From the 214, sobriety. Shout out to Gridiron Gravy. What it used to be at 8 p.m. back in 2018. Wow, knowing that is impressive. When we were running the night show, decided to get sober during that segment, LOL. I hope that's a good thing. You know what? If we led you to sobriety, sobriety one way or another, that's fine. I accept. And congratulations to you. So now we're going on five years, almost six. From the That's 214, after two years of trying, I found out last Wednesday my wife and I are finally pregnant. Tolo, let's go. Actually, they said let's freaking go. That is outstanding. I might have, we might have considered using another F word there. That is outstanding. Congratulations to you. I know probably a lot of people listening right now have experienced that. See, from this 561 TikTok, someone is sitting by waiting to plaster your face all over the web for taking that money. That's exactly, that's the fear. So you think Mr. Beast is doing some, like, something, and you're like, uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They're going to, oh, look at this guy. Look at that radio host that just took all that money. Ha, 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 ha. That was from a children's charity. Okay, hold Why on. Why is it sitting there? Hold on. Why is it in a garbage bag on the side of the road? I don't know if you to gave all those you. details, but in my mind, <laughs> that's what I've envisioned. It's on the side of a road. And what have you done wrong? You didn't take it from some lady. Like, you didn't steal her purse. There's just money sitting there. Why can you not have it? You know what, Kevin? Because that's not that's not God's plan. You know what? Shout that, out, Drake. That is tough, to, that's tough God. to argue. That is tough to argue. You know what? We might have to do another segment because there are so many people saying what they lost. <laughs> so we said, what have you found? Oh, now what have you lost? Like, Hold on, let Man, me tell you about what I it lost. It was my Hulk Hogan and Iron Sheik, uh, the little rubber toys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I lost those oh. at, a, at a playground and some of my mask toys. Don't ever go look up what those are now. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.